Hello everyone and welcome back to Team Sobot's Talk Science. Hello, Anna. Hello, Ruth. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Amazing as well. Because <laughs> why are you amazed? Or like amazing? Um, um, because I'm super excited to talk about our paper. <laughs> okay, so and our paper is? Um, Social Cognition in the Age of Human-Robot Interaction, recently published in Trends in Neurosciences. Excellent. Very exciting. So could you tell me what this paper is about? Uh, yes, gladly. So it's an opinion piece. And in this opinion piece, we argue that unfortunately, right now, there is this lack of really long-term embodied human-robot interaction studies with a neuroscientific spin. And um, we kind of give an instruction manual almost of sorts, how we can reach this uh, goal. Right, the goal of like social robots, like truly social truly. robots. Uh, we, so who is the we in this uh, case? Um, my amazing co-author, Dr. Ruth Hortensius, also oh. currently the interviewer in the conversations with authors and also Professor Emily Cross. Ah, okay, exciting. Okay, so um before we dive into this uh paper which sounds awesome by the way i can't wait to read it um i think like this is a very important paper um talking about a particular um important topic uh for like real human robot interactions right yes. but um before we dive into the content what was the writing process like um, it was really, really cool from, from the, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm biased and obviously you <laughs> were also part of the paper. Um, I think from the, from, this, from the beginning to the end, it was really, truly collaborative. So from the brainstorming um, meetings and sessions to the first rough draft and then the entire online communication that ensued following um, I think it was just a really positive and fun experience and we all bounced ideas off of each other really well. And I think we ended up with this article that represents all of our kind of input and opinions in, in an equal way. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Of course, uh, I'm biased as well. Um, and I saw the, this tweet when you posted like the... the, the um, impressed version of the paper you had this nice twitter thread and you you mentioned something about like the writing process as well right so being in different time zones and things like that yeah it was uh i mean it was a challenge uh, but i think we mastered it by using almost every single tool uh online communication tool that there is um including twitter um and yes. i think as a writing team um as i also i guess uh, tweeted in this um, uh, infamous Twitter thread uh, we were also all really enthusiastic about this paper and I think that also really shines through in, in the final in the final version yeah because I know like um, and the, the listener might have uh, seen this as well that like over the last couple of months there were like a couple of tweets where we shared our um, comments right <laughs> 
Um, because indeed, it was like a very positive um, experience and like very positive vibe to it. Um, and like really nice comments to each other's like pieces. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, um, we definitely had a lot of fun in the comment section of the, the Word document that we worked on. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, so like you said, like the writing process was really nice. Um, but um, I have some insight information on <laughs> like talking about the title. So like the title was oh a my bit God. of an issue, right? Like, could you tell us a little, a little bit more about this? Um, yeah, I think if there was maybe one painful part of the paper, <laughs> it was uh, the title. Um, oh, yeah, we we went through so many versions of this title and there were so many great suggestions from, from me personally and so many terrible suggestions <laughs> from, from another anonymous co-author. <laughs> um, and I think... Um, yeah, finally, we ended up with with something that we all loved, and I also really like how we ended up with this title because actually we were still debating until the very last minute what what should our actual title be and then another member of team Sobots, um, Michaela, uh, intervened and gave us the missing link to to come up with this beautiful title that we now all love. <laughs> Definitely, it was a, a wonderful experience. I remember like standing in your office, and then we basically shut down like all the <laughs> options, and then we were like at a dead end. And then Michaela just like intervened and um, said, "Why not like combine like the suggestions that you both made?" Yeah. And then we ended up um, with this uh, beautiful title, which really captures the entire paper, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it captures it really perfectly and we couldn't have planned it <laughs> better. No, and I think that's also like, um, before I will ask you this question, uh, um, one thing I really like about like the paper is that it's really like a team effort, right? Like us writing this paper, but also um, members of like Team Sobots like uh, providing uh, feedback on like earlier drafts. Um, including like people at the Institute of Neuroscience and Psychology at Glasgow, um, which is really helpful. Um, yeah. And I think that's really that team spirits, the team spirit hopefully is like part of this paper as well. Yeah. So my question, um, before I answer my own question, <laughs> is like, uh, so what aspect of the paper do you like most? Um, so I guess it's, it's hard to choose your favorite child or something um, or to like um, how do you say split up your your favorite child but I think for me it would be maybe the slightly controversial introduction <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. and also um, a close second uh, the beautiful sadly these don't come through in the audio paper um, that we're introducing, um, but I just love all of the figures and especially um, the figure where we're showing how we can move from these screen-based experiments to more embodied and mobile brain imaging experiments with social robots. No, I think I totally agree, like the, the figures, um, but again, I'm biased as well because <laughs> uh, I not only feature in the figures, but also like, 
uh, was responsible for, for some of the, the content of the figures. But um, yeah, I, I, I think like the figure um, nicely illustrates what we're trying to communicate with the paper, right? Like moving from, as you said, like screen-based um, experiments to like these unconstrained interactions with social robots, like in the, like outside of the lab, basically. Yeah. Like in, and so like the figure, like the last figure, like features some of the uh, Team Sobots members as well, right? Uh, yeah. So that was also great fun to to record the pictures and actually quite a few. So of course I sent the paper to all of my relatives, um, <laughs> and while not all of them could uh, or wanted to read it, they at least <laughs> looked uh, at the figures and they actually thought that um, some of the other uh, girls in the picture were me. Um, so I had to, yeah, it was um, really fun. And so like you enjoyed that figure so much that I remember like sitting in my oh. office and then suddenly <laughs> I would share everything in the uh, podcast. Um, suddenly like a, a piece of paper like appeared, like was slipped under the door um, and it contained like a print of the, the figure. Yes, indeed. And um, the listeners will be uh, stoked to hear that I have uh, still got this print and I even took it with me into lockdown. So of all the things that I that I selected to pack in my in my two um, pieces of suitcases, one of one of them is this print of the of the figure from Artin's paper um, because I just <laughs> love it so much. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that so much. Um, because, you know, like what I do uh, when I want, uh, you know, Unwind. I just like try to like think of like the most beautiful art plots or, or like <laughs> figures. So I think like there's something very calming in like beautiful figures. So I can totally relate to this. I don't think it's crazy at all. Um, right. Okay. Um, so what about like the introduction? Um, I think because there was also um, from the initial draft and from the reviewer comments and to the final draft that we ended up with. I think the introduction really provides like a good rationale why our paper is so crucial right now and why it's so timely. And um, yeah, I just- but, So, but like, so the, the controversial aspect of oh. the, the introduction Oh, is... you're really digging for the controversy. I, no, because you mentioned this, right? Like, um, um, so yeah, what's like the controversial aspect of the introduction? Well, I guess we kind of argue that right now, um, social robotics might be facing a type of social robotics winter, which is a term that we borrowed from artificial intelligence and refers to a period of disillusionment after a lot of initial hype uh, around robots. And what we argue in the paper is that maybe there is a mismatch between the expectations of social skills that we have towards these robots and what they are currently able to deliver on. Right. And I guess... Um, another important thing that we argue for, even though it is not the absolute main focus of the paper, is that insights from um, neuroscience and cognitive science can finally help us also um, experience more socially sophisticated robots in the end. Right. So that's the ultimate goal, right? To have yeah. like a social companion that is autonomous um, and that helps us to live better lives, basically. Yeah. Right, so like that, that brings me to, uh, I guess, the final point. Um, so could you provide like a one sentence summary 
Oh, this. <laughs> um, I guess it would be cheating to just say the title again. Um. <laughs> and also, I think like if you mention that title too uh, many times, that you have to pay royalties to Mikaela. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm expecting an angry email from her any day now. <laughs> Um, okay, a one-sentence summary. Um, use more uh, real uh, robots in your human-robot interaction experiments and take advantage of really cutting-edge neuroscience um, methods in terms of analysis, but also recording. That's a long sentence. Like, if you would have written that <laughs> during the draft, I would like like split it up in two sentences. Uh, oh, but, you know, no, I, totally but I, I can do what I want here on this podcast. Okay, true. Like, so my summary would be human-robot interactions for real. Oh. Yes, keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, okay. So um, I think this was the conversation between uh, the two one like the two like two out of three like authors of this paper um so like the listener can like just move on to listen to the audio paper that you beautifully like narrated um and so it only takes like half an hour right yeah it's about half an hour and there's also apparently the option to speed up the audio <laughs> if you think that i'm reading too slowly that that is also a possibility <laughs> you're also like 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 make it slower then <laughs> oh you talk like yeah this. i'm sure that will be very a very popular option <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's such a nice paper that like you want to uh, you want to linger in the yeah definitely all right do you have like any final like questions for me as your uh, co-author um, yeah, I guess, do you have, I mean, do you have any recommendations for me going forward in my, in my collaborative paper writing career? Any words that you don't want to see um, <laughs> writing anymore? Oh, you're setting me up for this one. Oh, you're setting me up for this one. <laughs> this is the last paper. <laughs> um, no, not really. No, I'm, I'm good. Are you like? Do you have any words that I can't use anymore? Um, <laughs> I mean, if if there was, if there was, if I really had, if I was forced. <laughs> are there any critical words that like, are vital that I shouldn't use anymore? No, I mean, I I think every sentence that you've written, I would just take it as <laughs> if without any criticism. All right. I think that's like crucial information to, to uh, and I will use this in my next paper. Um, and yeah, I think this is vital. Um. Thanks for that. Uh, um, Thanks. Re so this is like uh, pretty nightmare. much like I will like give some like context to this. Like during <laughs> writing, um, and I removed all the vitals and all the critical and all the like those like filler words that I tend to use a lot um, while I'm writing because I don't know it's like part of me to like have these critical vital <laughs> words <But it's>, oh, <laughs> oof, you're really you're really stretching it um, 
I think we all have these weird word ticks, I think. And, yeah. and it was also very interesting to, I think that was also something that came out of writing this collaborative paper to make something that is maybe a coherent whole from, from, from all of our different voices of, of science writing. That was also interesting and, and fun. No, definitely. And like, it took some time to, for me to get on board the, the non-vital train. <laughs> Um, but now I really um, like use it in, in the rest of my writing, not to like use these filler words, right? So I think it started like when I was a master's student, like people told me not to use it in addition or like furthermore and things like that. And mm -hmm. I tell my students that now as well. Uh, but then the next step is not to use like vital and critical anymore. <laughs> So it will be a very condensed paper. I'm sure other people won't see it as much as a red flag as, as I'm now seeing it. So now this is like podcast turned into like a writing lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is good. This is a vital point uh, to end on. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> um, so I guess that leaves us to say enjoy the audio paper. Yeah. Um, and thank you for tuning in to our very... Yeah first uh, authors in conversation um, episode of the team Sobots talk science podcast and stay tuned for like more papers yeah and more writing tips but <laughs> <laughs>